0: Hi, my name is Arman, and you're listening to the Yes I Am podcast. At this podcast, we have vulnerable and venting conversations full of integrity with guests about their life stories and how it influences who they are today. You can follow me on Instagram at ArmanASKZ to stay connected. And now let's get inspired.
1: Hi, Agreen. Welcome to the Yosem Podcast.
2: Hi. Thank you for having me.
1: How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing pretty good. How
1: are you? I'm doing great, uh, Agreen. Today, I want to start this episode by asking you about your childhood.
2: So, my childhood was a little different. Um, I've been moving around my entire life. (laughs) Um, I was born and raised in Iran. And um, after I was nine years old, um, we had to leave because it was not safe for my family to live there anymore. Mm -hmm. And so we moved to Dubai and then after that, things didn't work out, we had to move back to Iran and then I moved again to Turkey, not again, for the first time, Turkey. Mm -hmm. And then after Turkey, we came to America. So most of my childhood was just filled with moving around, changing schools and meeting new people. Um, And so, yeah, it was just me and my brother for most of the time. Sometimes I even had to live away from my parents. And so um, I got to just hang out with my brother most of the time. And we had to start basically become independent at a really young age. And to experience things that normally children wouldn't experience at a certain, at those ages. And so that's just a little brief story about my childhood.
1: What are some of those experiences of becoming independent?
2: So, um, like I said, um, we started, sometimes we were away from my parents, but the longest period of time was like around a year and a half that me and my brother had to live away from my parents and so um the very first time I remember I was just honestly terrified and it was like I feel like at a really critical time stage in child's development so I really needed my parents but yeah. I didn't have that option you know clearly how old are you I was um let's see 12
1: 12 years old Wow.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we were in this, it was me and my brother in like an apartment. I was, yeah. with, my, <laughs> I was with my grandpa. But yeah. My grandpa was old, you know, mm-hmm. like he could do the most he could for us, mm-hmm. you know, and I am forever grateful for him for that time period for like taking us in and like taking care of us. Um, you know, every morning he would wake up, make us breakfast, make us lunch for school. So he did the most he could, but mm-hmm you know, those other critical parts of, you know, growing up. And again, I think that was just like, you know, like puberty. It's a really sensitive time period for a kid. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I didn't have, you know, I didn't really even have time to like, even be like, upset or sad about it. I just got into it. And I was like, okay, like, it's fine this is it i just have to be i have to stand on my own feet i have to take care of myself and my brother even though my brother was older i was usually mm-hmm. the mom in the situation and yeah. so it was terrifying honestly at times i i mean it, and i also felt bad for asking like for, for money from my grandpa sometimes and so it was just tough
1: what are some of those feelings you're experiencing at this time
2: at first like i said i was upset I was mad, honestly. You were mad I was super mad
0: Ooh, uh, my love, your parents.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean like I didn't know the extent of like like what was happening obviously yeah. they weren't doing this on purpose to us they mm-hmm. would never want to do who would want to leave their kids behind you know but it was necessary for their safety and eventually for ours mm-hmm. and so I was super mad I was upset um sad mm-hmm. I would cry Um, but then slowly, you know, I started like to understand a little more and I started asking questions. And, um, so eventually I came to terms with it and then, um, it got better, but honestly, until the very end, until like I was with my parents again, it was never fun. Like it was just a sad period of time.
0: In in this in, in this uh, situation, are you still talking to your uh, parent while you're yes. with your grandma? Barely, though.
2: Barely. Yeah, barely. Like here and there.
0: What are some conversations you are having with them?
2: Um, I mean, the the moment the chance we got, the first time. Oh my goodness, I remember the very first time I got on the phone. I was yelling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just mad. I was like, "What yeah. happened? Why?" And I would just keep asking, "Like why?" You know, I was like. Can you like explain? Like I'm just I don't understand. Why are you having this live? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and so, and I mean, I'm not gonna say like beforehand. Like our life wasn't. We we lived a pretty good life, you know. Mm-hmm. Like. But after that, that's why it was was such a shock. It was like Mm -hmm. such a huge shift from what we were used to, you know? And And, and you're a kid, so
0: you don't really understand why all this is happening, right?
2: Exactly. I was just, I had zero sense of like knowledge as to what is going on, you know? I just couldn't understand why, why isn't there any other way? Why this way, you know? And so it was just, honestly, I did not fully understand everything until like I was in high school you know because again there was a period like we met up back with my parents and then like I wasn't my dad and like everything was just going on until we moved to America where I was like fully like understanding and comprehended like mm-hmm. oh my god I get it you know and so that's why I'm honestly forever grateful to my parents like now as a 21 year old I completely understand, and I, I owe my life to my parents. The, everything that they've done for me, um, all their hard work inspired me every single day. And it's just, yeah, I owe my life to them.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, when, we, when we are younger, when you're we a child, is a time that we really build our subconscious brain. And um, the decisions that we make right now, in a second, are all based on all those experiences that we go through in our childhood. And um, from the story that you said, do you, I think you definitely felt lonely at many times.
2: Yes, 100%. Yeah, it was it was super lonely. Um, I mean, again, since when my parents left, me and my brother were still in Iran, so yeah. most of my family was there. Um, mm-hmm. But... I just still, there's always this emptiness in my chest, you know, mm-hmm. this sense of like aloneness. Like I was like alone in the world and no one was listening to me. Like no one wanted to help me like helpless and just super lonely. And it's that feeling honestly stuck with me for so long because we moved, I told you, like we moved to like four different countries. i changed like over 10 schools. Every time I had to go through that process, mm-hmm. I just had to, like, again, loneliness. I I absolutely hated it. You know, at the time, whenever I think back to it, Mm -hmm. okay, so when I put myself, when I remember myself in that moment, yeah, Mm -hmm. I was like, I hated life, it was miserable, Mm -hmm. but then now when I'm this age, when I've come this far in Mm -hmm. life, I'm like, I am so grateful for those experiences Mm -hmm. because it has truly shaped me into who i am today and like the decision like the decisions that i make on a daily are based on everything that i learned um how to cope with things how to you know like those experiences have really like helped me and like shaped me into like who i am today as a person um but yeah definitely lonely a lot
0: what what are some things that you do that uh to help you reduce this level of pain or like you can you can think about it maybe at, at the time of a your coping mechanisms then mm-hmm. you know
2: back well, then versus
0: now no not now but then oh. you know then when you're lonely when you're going through mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff what what are you doing what are you trying to do to kind of reduce this pain to feel to make yourself feel better
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my main outlets was crying. So I would okay, I would allow myself to feel sad because I think it's really important to like it's okay to be sad, it's okay to feel defeated. So I would allow myself to process it to be like, okay, be sad, cry it out, Mm -hmm. but then I'll be like, Okay, you gotta do something about it. You know, it's okay to get it's okay to get down, it's okay to feel down, but don't stay down, you know. And so I was like you know, life is, there's so much more to life, you know, and I was, I would,
0: you, you were thinking this way when you were a child?
2: Yeah, I told, I had to, like, become independent, like, what am I gonna do? I can't forever be sad. I know, always, I always had this mindset that, like, I never liked to be, like, depressed for too long, you know, I, I, at some point, it would be, like, this breaking point for me, I'd be, like, okay, I don't like being feeling this way, you know, it's like, this feeling is not good. So what can I do to get rid of it? You know, so I would try to find things to entertain myself, I would do sports, or like, I would find community, like, I really try to like, get involved in the community around me, and really find support system that helped me through it.
0: One thing I'm, I'm very curious right now is, uh, you talked about coping, mm-hmm. and uh, these are the reasons you coped with And uh, personally, I, I feel like coping with something is basically uh, putting the color on it. <laughs> So it always stays with you some, in some levels because you it, it's a problem that's not solved.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, even now, um, sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to ignore this, just leave it and not think about it. And it's something really easy to do because I'm like, I just don't want to even deal with this situation with this problem right
0: so, now. So what are those thoughts right now that you, you, you keep, you, keep, keep coming to your mind?
2: Thoughts of like um, failure, failure and thoughts of like not being enough thoughts of not doing enough um like I'm failing myself as a person I'm failing my parents like honestly these occur to me on a daily Mm -hmm. um and one of my biggest flaws I would say it's like I keep comparing myself to people around me and to people that are on the same path as me Mm -hmm. um like being a pre-med um, and I'm sure most pre-meds like feel like this It's just like constantly competition, like constantly who, like someone else is better than me. Oh, someone else got this internship. Oh my goodness. Someone got to medical school. Oh, they got this score on their MCAT. Oh my goodness. I haven't done my volunteering. I don't even have jobs. Yet. So it's constant, like, I'm not doing enough. I am not enough. I am failing myself, you know? And so these are thoughts that I have almost on
0: a daily. Um, the, the, the thing that uh, you tell, you keep telling yourself you're not enough. Mm-hmm. These are all also coming from the childhood, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you feeling you're not enough because you were lonely? Because you were left out? (laughs) Is that why?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. And like, um... Because my parents weren't doing the things that I needed. I was like, I need to do these myself. But then I was just a kid. Like, obviously, I couldn't okay. work Okay,
0: These are a lot that you're doing at a 12-year-old. At a right. and like. Well, like,
2: back then, yeah. I was just like, what? Uh, it's like, if they're not providing these things for me, I was like, well, I didn't this went on until I was like 12, 13, 14. So I was yeah. like, not just at 12. So I, know yeah. I feel like once you move from 12 to 13, it's like a huge shift into like, yeah, kind of like the teens, you know? Yeah. And so because I was, like, constantly feeling lonely, constantly feeling like I need to do more to make up for what my parents weren't doing. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it was a constant feeling like, and I was like, even though my parents aren't here, I still need to make them proud. I still need to do things that, you know, they would think of that I'm doing enough, you know.
0: So although they're not there for you, you still are are trying to build this. Bridge with them that mm-hmm. like you are not they're not there but you know and I, I do you know at the time that they're making the sacrifice for you or you were thinking they left you
2: no i thought they left me initially but then okay. after a year or two i was like okay they, they were just making sacrifices
0: so doing all the things you're doing right now mm-hmm. are is all a, in your mind are they a payback
2: right now not all of it definitely not all of it um i do things for myself you mm-hmm. know but a huge part of it is you know like i want to pay back my parents for everything that they've done for me because again if it weren't for them i would not be here today if it weren't for them i would not be pursuing the education that i am pursuing today i would not be on the path that i am today
0: but if it if it was not because of them you were not going through all this challenges you went through in childhood
2: yeah but I think it was for the best. Again, like at the time I was like, this is just absolute crap. Like I was like, I don't need this, but it truly helped me develop skills at a really young age that I would have never imagined like gaining. So yes, I went through so much challenges, but when I look back at it, I am so grateful because it really helped me become my own person to go through life, And to, so that when now I feel like when now I face challenges, I have all those skills that I had acquired to help me get through it.
0: Mm -hmm. But one thing I'm very interested to know is like, don't you think that all the the crap that you went through in your childhood are the cost of you being here at the moment?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: don't you think you already paid, (laughs) paid back?
2: I mean yeah yeah the thing is my parents don't expect anything and it's not like they're constantly like telling me oh you need to like pay this back or you need to do this to be successful I mean yeah I, okay I've like that's also something I struggle with I guess you're right you know like <laughs> I did go through a lot and I should yeah. be like that was enough I already did it and so like I paid it back you know but
0: because you you pay the cost to be here you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, when you were going through all of those, you had another option to just give up. And while you did not give up in this whole story, mm-hmm. you know, you were trying to, okay, how can I figure this out? How can I deal with this? How can I deal with that? Because if you were giving up, you are a totally different person. You may not even be here,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know? 100%. So don't you think you pay the cost <laughs> to be here, to have what you have right now?
2: Yeah, when I look at it that way, when you're telling me like this, then yeah. But honestly, like, my parents are still like, okay, every time we moved, Mm -hmm. I had to watch them build their life from scratch. And so we moved to America like, gosh, what, five years ago, almost six years now. In America is not an easy place to build your life oh. from scratch. Let me tell you, I mean, you probably know. <laughs> it's not an easy place for, especially foreigners, especially from my parents. Like my dad barely speaks any English, you know, mm-hmm. and to watch them still work so hard, every, like they should be retired right now and they're not. And I watch them every day, still working hard to help me and my brother still like trying to build a life. I still feel like, You know, I owe it to them. And that's only part of it. I also just like moving around in the communities that I lived in, Mm -hmm. they were not super like, you know, they were like poverty striking. They were like really like poor areas Mm -hmm. of the countries that I lived in. And I got to see and witness a lot of people struggling. Mm -hmm. And that's really one of the main reasons I wanted to go into healthcare. you know. And so I do the things that I do because I also want to give back. I want to give back to those communities, oh. and mm-hmm. so that's also part of the reason why I feel like I'm not doing them. I need to be doing more. I need to get, you know, to where I want to be.
1: Agreed. Um, growing up, what are some fears you're having?
2: Going, Growing up, some fears. <clears throat> okay, well, I mean, I already mentioned this earlier, but my biggest fear going up was failure, whether it was academically or in sports or in any aspect, really, I was just constantly or people like I felt I was just so scared of like failing people, of like failing in sports, failing in my grades. And so that was one of my biggest fears. And um, at times, my biggest fears were isolation, mm-hmm. loneliness, and Coming college was also a really harsh experience in regards to isolation and loneliness mm-hmm. um and um also like again when we were moving around like going to the new schools every time and, like I didn't even speak out like, and I didn't even speak the languages and so that was also super tough mm-hmm. not being able to like communicate like that's like scary. You know, that was yeah, a big fear. True. I was like, how do I, if something happens to me, who do I, what if, who do I talk to, you know? So,
0: <laughs> just sit down and cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, how
2: is it until someone sees that I'm crying and they try to help me? And so that was also super scary. Yeah. um So, yeah, those were just a couple of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I also blocked out a lot of the bad times, a lot of the fears. So, or maybe I just got good. like adapting so yeah
0: did you did you get good in covering stuff or did you get good in adopting (laughs)
2: like covering up my feelings and just ignoring them um (laughs) half a half I would say you know I definitely think that I did become much um better at adapting to different situations to um interacting with new people but also like Like, I I do say, like, even in interviews and stuff right now, I'm like, yeah, I have really great adaptability skills. Mm -hmm. But when I go, like, to my internships or, like, to my new job, I'm, like, scared. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, if I'm put as a leader for a group, I'm like, Mm -hmm. there's that fear. So I hide it, you know. But I think that's also a really big part of getting through it, you know, just, like, telling yourself like I'm going to be okay I can do this I am you know
0: fear of expectations that people have you know mm-hmm. are you going to be able to 100%. met them
2: or not 100%. 100% fear of expectation for me is like huge again like expectations from my parents expectations from my professor expectations from like jobs um my boss like it's just the fear of expectation really eats away at me um but I do <clears throat> I do adapt to it um yes but yes Mm -hmm. I do definitely cover it up too like I I'm like okay just don't don't show that you're scared don't show that you feel like you can't do this Mm -hmm. and then I just keep telling myself okay you can do this you know just like affirmations yeah affirmations honestly it's something I do on a daily Mm -hmm. but like you said just doing affirmations is not enough like like obviously I think it's really important to do the work, because you can't just be like, oh, yes, I am, you know, confident, but what are you doing to feel confident, you know, and so I feel like it's, yes, part of it saying it is helpful, but like acting towards it, like, you can't just sit and expect something to happen, right, nothing will happen if you're just Mm -hmm. sitting, and being like, yep, today's gonna be a good day, no, today's gonna be a good day, because you're gonna make it a good day, right,
1: I feel like you have a lot
2: of I feel like our happiness is literally in our power and it depends what we do that shapes that happiness. And so, you know, I wake up everyone and I'm like, it is a good day to have a good day. And I'm going to do things that are going to make it a good day. So it's like the actions that you take, the steps that you take with those affirmations that make it
0: happen. So are you happy?
2: Yes, I am happy. I I am sad, obviously, at times, but I I wake up saying, like, I'm, like, I am happy. I am, like, I am powerful. You know, I can do anything I want.
0: Is I'm happy covering up <laughs> those challenges? Yes. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. So are you happy?
2: <laughs> um, When I really think about it, like... Half, half. I'm happy, but also... I always, like, felt like asking for help is a weakness. I always thought that. Really? Yeah. And so it really... that's. Is is it
0: because when you were a child, you had to stand up on your foot? So you want to feel strong?
2: And, like, be independent.
0: Be independent. Constantly.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so when I'm, like... Like when I had this one internship in the summer one time, I was like, oh my goodness. Like everyone had like in groups to do their project, but I was just alone for some reason. I had no help to like finish my project before the end of the summer. And it was like this huge project. And I was like just swamped. Mm-hmm. I was like terrified to ask for help. I was like, don't show weakness, you know, but like.
0: You got to show the weakness. Exactly. You Exactly. Not necessarily show it, but you got to admit that you have the weakness and you got to say it loud. That's the why that's why I ask you. Have you said loud? I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Because when you say it loud and you listen to your and you really admit it, yeah. It, it's gonna make you feel better. So are you not happy?
2: <laughs> no, I'm not happy. Yeah, it feels
0: good. It feels good. <laughs> <laughs> really, really?
2: Yeah. Yeah, honestly it does.
1: You know you can only change something if you accept it and take responsibility for it and know that you're the only one that can. Make that change. Um, The next question I want to ask you, Agreen, is: Have you surrendered to who you are to yourself?
2: No, definitely not. I don't think so. No, Mm
1: -mm.
2: it's a work in progress. I told you, like these past two months is like when I've started to really like change the way I look at things and change the way I look at life. Um. Honestly, you're like one of the people who inspired me to do that. And so it's a work in progress. And like you said, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, but I'm getting there. It's gonna take time.
0: Oh it does. Oh, it does.
2: Yeah.
0: It will take time, but I think you, you made a very big step today, which you just admitted that you're not happy. I think I think that's huge that's a big step
2: (laughs) that is a big step I feel good I feel better honestly like after like I had never said it out loud I never thought it would make a difference but it It does does. does. and yeah I think speaking things into reality makes them finally like real and they're like Mm -hmm. okay now I can face it you know and so, because before we just, again, like you said, just put it in the back of our head and never mm-hmm. like want to admit it. But once you just speak it, the words out loud, it just changes the entire meaning, you know? And so I think it's definitely super powerful. And you know, we utilizing that tool.
1: Agreed. What is the biggest lesson you ever learned in your life?
2: Biggest lesson I've ever learned in my life? Oh, goodness. There's so many. Um, I would say that it is that you learn more from failure than you do from success, but it all depends on how you approach the failures that you've had. Um, you can only learn more from your failures if you take the action to put the time in and to learn from them and to take the steps towards becoming a better person. But I definitely have learned with all my successes and all my failures that I learn so much more from my failures than I do from my success so I think that's a big lesson
1: what word would you put in front of yes I am powerful yes I am
0: powerful thank you for listening to this episode if you enjoyed it make sure to subscribe and share with your friends and as always yes I am